Hey there, it's Jonathan with this week's Good Life Project riff. So, I wasn't actually planning on going here. This this isn't what I was planning on talking about today. But I feel like I can't not talk about it. As I sit here and record this, there's an odd coincidence of this happening to be Mental Health Awareness Month, which is in May and has been in the United States for a whole bunch of decades. And a couple of days ago, we got the news that... Um, that Chris Cornell, who's kind of the lead guy in a band called Soundgarden. It was also sort of like this towering figure when I was coming up. He he was one of the big voices, the um, four-octave range in the Seattle grunge scene when that kind of just exploded and took over the world of music. And that was a time where um, I, I love music. I always have. And... Um, there's something about that whole scene, you know, like uh, Soundgarden, uh, Nirvana, Pearl Jam. There was something about that music that was so raw and so real. And it resonated so deeply, so profoundly with me. And that kind of defined a window of my life. That was the soundtrack for a window of my life. Like I can, I can remember where I was when I heard certain songs. I remember... You know, the first time I heard Chris taking the lead singing Black Hole Sun, just mind blown. And so to hear that um, that he took his life, which, and, and I guess that those are the early reports are, are that he took his life. It was suicide. Um, and I guess there's nothing definitive, but that's what, you know, has been out there in the news. It really made me, it made me pause. Um, Chris was also 52. I'm 51. So, you know, we're about the same age. And I took a quick look online and uh, and stumbled pretty quickly over a video that someone had filmed in the crowd with Chris. And, uh, and the video was actually shot at the Beacon Theater. And the Beacon is literally about four blocks from where I live in New York City. It's kind of a small local theater where acts come. And Chris was, uh, he was playing on stage there just last year. And he, he invited a young girl up on stage to come sing with him. And that was actually his daughter, who, who looks like she's uh, a similar age to my daughter. And uh, her name is Tony. And Chris uh, had his acoustic guitar. And together they, they played, and well, he played and, and they sang Bob Marley's Redemption Song, which also happens to be one of my favorite songs. And, you know, just to see them um, together on stage and clearly just astonishing depth of connection and love. And to know that months later, something was going on in his mind that so tortured him that he felt like the option that he had, the only option that he had was the one that would remove him, not just from the life of the public and his family, that little girl, that girl, knowing that we were similar age, my daughter's a similar age. It just really rattled me. And I've been having conversations um, lately 
about depression, which Chris um, is kind of well known. He struggled with on and off for many years. And how it is so prevalent, especially in the world of creatives, um, performing artists, artists, and entrepreneurs and founders, people who are moved to create something from nothing in the world, there seems to be a stunningly high level of suffering that goes along with that process. And tremendous levels of sustained unknowing and uncertainty. You know, you step into Joseph Campbell's famed abyss and you live there, sometimes for your entire career because that's the place where you find your treasure. And living in that place for so many people is a brutally, brutally hard experience. And some people find ways to be okay with this. Some people find people around them to support them and navigate their way through. Some people create practices, self-care practices, set up circuit breakers in their lives, buffers that let them know when things aren't going right. Sometimes the struggles are triggered by external circumstances, things that happen outside of us that we, we don't quite know how to deal with. Sometimes it's internal. Sometimes it's partly the way that we're wired and we come onto the planet. But when I think about the voices, the beauty, the gifts, the, the grace, the art, the illumination, the emotion, the songs in so many people's hearts, the creations in so many people's minds that don't have a chance to be in the world anymore. The hugs, the emotion, the connection. It really makes you stop and think, you know. We tend not to talk about stuff like this. You know, this is called a good life project. We're supposed to talk about good lives, good stuff. The world of psychiatry and psychology for the better part of its history was, was built to deal with people who were, quote, sick and try and get them back to baseline and didn't really concern itself with baseline to flourishing. And over the last 25 years or so, there's been a tremendous focus in this field of positive psychology, which is really taking people from baseline to flourishing. And, and while depression and anxiety and mental health struggles have been a part of the human condition for so long, there is still there's still not enough conversation about it. There's still not enough attention given to it. There is still, to this day, there is still stigma that just shouldn't be there. Nobody who's suffering should ever feel for a moment that reaching out for help is something they'll be judged for is something that is not okay. I don't have answers. I, I'm, I'm not a mental health professional, but 
I think we're in a moment where part of living a good life is knowing that you can be vulnerable in your time of greatest need and that there will be people there to help you, to hold you without judgment and resources there for you to help you find your way from whatever level of darkness you may be in back into a lighter place and that the place that you may be in right now does not have to be the place that defines the rest of your existence on the planet and that the only escape is not ending it but reaching out so when Chris and his daughter Tony stepped on stage at the Beacon and they sang that beautiful duet, Bob Marley's Redemption Song, and there's a line from that, um, the middle of the song, it's, emancipate yourselves from mental slavery, none but ourselves can free our minds. And, um, yeah, None but ourselves can free our minds, but we need to know that when we take steps to free our minds, we will not be judged. So I know this isn't a normal riff for me, but I kind of felt like this is something we need to talk about, that... uh it's a conversation we don't have because we try and keep everything all upbeat. And life is the full spectrum of emotion. Some of us experience that more deeply and on a more sustained basis, sometimes the highest highs and sometimes the lowest lows. And we should have more conversations about what happens and the alternatives and bring the, the lowest lows and those experiences out of the shadows and into the mainstream so that people can seek and find help without fear of being judged. That's what I'm thinking about this week. I'm sure I'll be back next week with something a little more upbeat. <laughs> um, but uh, it's kind of, it's just really weighing on my mind this week. And, uh, and the coincidence that it also happens to be sort of mental health uh, month. It felt like the right time to have a conversation about it. If you know somebody that is hurting right now, if you are hurting right now, reach out for help. Find somebody qualified to help you. Reach out to hotline numbers. Reach out to qualified health care professionals. We will include telephone number for outreach in the show notes if you don't know anybody or if you don't have a telephone number to call. Take the first step. And if you know people who are close to you, who you are concerned, maybe going through some dark times and you don't know what to do, maybe just step number one is to let them know, hey, if you're struggling with something, you can talk to me. I'm not going to judge you. So what I'm thinking about, if you feel like this is a conversation that you need to have with other people or that needs to be shared, as always, um, share this with those you feel are in a place where it would be valuable. I'm Jonathan Fields, signing off for Good Life Project. <laughs>